from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, now it is Friday. We've got Bomani Jones, ESPN. HBO is the right, is the, HBO is not the right time. The podcast is the right time. Bo, I am powering through some Sudafed and some other cold medications. Doesn't seem to be getting any better here back in Raleigh. How are things going in New York for you, sir? I mean, I'm glad I didn't have nobody tell me they ain't know what no VCR was. Like, every now and then I do have moments where I stop and I do the math, and I'm like, I'm going to have to explain this a little bit more. Yeah, I just made a reference to a phone booth, Bo. Like, what am I doing over here? <laughs> it happens, man. Like, the concept of tape means nothing in this generation. No. Speaking of what's happening, I, I, I know... Perhaps you're not the biggest soccer fan in the history of the world, but I know you follow such things in the World Cup. And Cutter, it does feel like a, a mix of the Fire Festival and some sort of, you know, a totalitarian state where they've put on this global event. Have you seen some of the uh, early footage and, well, if they're even allowing it, uh, and also this kerfuffle over beer, beer sales in, in Cutter? I did see the beer sales thing, and I'm kind of like, I mean, maybe they told people there would be beer, but is anybody really terribly surprised by this? Like, I mean, like this, I don't know if these guys have ever read much up about that part of the world, but they don't really be knocking them back over there. Um, Like, this is, it's everything that is, like, infrastructurally wrong with the World Cup that is going, you know, having it there and everything that's gone with it. Like, the words slave labor actually mean something when we talk about what's going on here. And I just am so glad that it is broadcast on Fox. <laughs> Bomani Jones, ESPN, HBO. Game Theory, coming back in January, Season 2. Make sure you check that out. And, Bo, I, I, I'm I'm trying to my best to avoid all things Kyrie, but it does seem like his return is imminent. What do you think of the Nets? And, and Adam, this is really not even a Nets decision anymore. It's Adam Silver decision. What do you think of Kyrie and his ability to get back on the floor this season for the Nets? We'll see. Like it, it, it all comes back for me to we will see. He's still got to get up in front of people and say everything that needs to be said. And then from there, you got to get back right with the team that I imagine isn't necessarily that thrilled with the way that all of this is gone, knowing how much of this um, happened to be avoidable. But, man. Apparently he has gone and done the meetings and all the stuff that they said. I didn't think his pride would allow him to do it. He's done that. It's really just going to come down to what he can sell to people when it's his time to talk. And but in that is that remains to be seen. Bomani Jones, ESPN, HBO. The right time is the podcast joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Joe Ovius is out today. I'm Joe Giglio. Bo in the NFL. We have the Bills moving their game after the, uh, looks like, potentially up to six feet of snow in Orchard Park, New York. This feels like one of those instances where the NFL got something right by moving the game to Detroit and with the Bills playing there on Thanksgiving Day. What did you make of the Bills in this great adventure? I mean, there was no other option here. Six feet of snow? Feet? Now... If there were not, like, safety concerns in terms of people getting to the game, they would have loved to have had that as a scene in Buffalo. I'm just too Southern to be able to conceptualize 
six feet of snow. As soon as you see that in the forecast, it's like, okay, who got an open stadium this week? Like, this was probably one of the easier things that the NFL had to do. Hard for the Bills, probably, right? Got to pack up all the stuff they hadn't planned on doing that. But if you tell me I can get out of town for these six feet of snow come, I appreciate it. Thank you for moving this game to Detroit. I was just there a few weeks ago. It ain't as bad as you've heard. Bo, you're one of the best to ever do Twitter. Is it gonna is it gonna be around in a week? Um, I would not bet on it. Like here's what I would say about next week. I'm willing to bet that next week you're gonna have some stretches when it's not there, but it ain't gonna go out of business. But I do think this thing is ultimately gonna go out of business. And I gotta say, I gave up on it quite a while ago. Everybody, you're gonna be okay. I promise. We're gonna be just fine without this madness. And we're probably actually going to be happier people. You will find yourself judging your friends a lot less because you won't see all the dumb things that they say while performing for strangers. I think we're all gonna win here. Nobody can spar like you on Twitter though. You're not gonna miss yeah. it at all? Yeah, nah, nah. Because here's the problem, man. All the sparring wound up being with fake accounts. The real yeah. knew not to step up no more. So all I wound up with was suckers. That wasn't fun anymore. No, no. It, it, I, I should have used. I could have used some of your advice this week, actually. And I, I'm curious on your take on this. I, North Carolina, is you know trying to position themselves in the college football playoff, and North Carolina, I believe, has a Heisman Trophy legitimate. Heisman Trophy candidate and Drake May. But I, I said to Joe Ovius on this program that I believe football is a hobby for North Carolina fans and that their passion is men's basketball. Well, you would have thought, Bo, that I accused them of drowning babies <laughs> and starving villages. So the question becomes, where did I go wrong? Was I, was I picking... Was I painting with too broad of strokes? Or do you really believe that there's a, a fervent, passionate football fan base for North Carolina? There is certainly a contingent of UNC fans that really, really, really do care about the football. Like, they exist. And so what happens is, to use some of the modern parlance that the kids use to discuss their lives, you make those people feel invisible. They, okay. they feel erasure when you say that those people are not there. I obviously happen to agree with you, and if I had to pick a passion or a hobby out of those two, it's kind of a no-brainer, right? You pick the basketball every time. It pays off a little bit more for you. A lot but, more, yeah. Yeah, but if Carolina ever did anything, like had a run that was an equivalent of like the Smith Guthridge run, then they'd be into football the exact same way. That's just not how it played out. That's not how it's ever going to play out, but it is of note. We were talking early this year about, you know, how to handle it. You need to fire Mac and he won't walk away. And somehow this team ain't lost the game since then, even though nobody really thinks they're that good. It is kind of crazy. They keep winning and their offense has been spectacular. The, the defense has improved. Um, I, I'm, I don't understand why they are ranked as low as they are, but I think Clemson is too. And I, I look at it as an, an ACC issue. I don't look at it as a Carolina issue. It's somewhat of an ACC issue, but I think the other part is since they had the scary game against App, nobody's really had any reason to pay attention to them. So what okay. is defining, I think, most people's concepts and memory of them is a game that, yes, they did ultimately win, but people found to be like fundamentally embarrassing that they wound up in that space. Also, like when you look at stuff like point differential and like how they compare to some of the teams that we're talking about on a similar tier, 
they're not really there. And then number three, and this is the big one, they ain't beat nobody. Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Like, and, and when they lost, and this is a big one too, and this happens, and I don't know how you fix it. When they lost to Notre Dame, we thought Notre Dame was terrible. Right. If, they had lost, had, if they had not lost that Notre Dame game, they'd probably be in the top five right now, right? And let's say they played Notre Dame this week and then they lost to them. They wouldn't take the blow that they took from losing to Notre Dame when they did. Mavani Jones, catch him on ESPN, catch him on HBO. The right time is the podcast. Would you like for me to send any messages to our friend Joe Ovius, who apparently is avoiding you? Nah, I mean, me and you need a little bit of time anyway. Candace is over there. I don't know why Candace has been acting like she ain't here while I've been here. I heard you, you know, at the beginning. Uh, you know, I knew you were there. I'm actually, when I think about this, how, is is this the first time that Carolina and State have both been good going into that game since when? Like, legitimately good? Like, probably both ranked? When was the last time that happened? Yeah, it happened during the pandemic. They were both ranked, and that was the no, first yeah, time that, since... That don't count. Yeah, but it was the first time since 93, 94. So, it, it that was my first year... Here. It was 93. It was my first year at NC State as a freshman. And I remember thinking, oh, oh NC State and North Carolina are both ranked before their football game. This this must happen every year. <laughs> and then it didn't happen again until 2020. So. Yeah, I feel like the last time it was this intriguing was probably that game in 08. The State just came in there and blew their doors off of Russell Wilson as a freshman. Yeah. Uh, it was a memorable 41-10 uh, win for the Wolfpack. Don't see that happening uh, this time, but NC State has been more successful in Chapel Hill than they have been in Raleigh. Yeah, Bo, question. If yeah. State is, like, consistently, like, mundanely good, are y'all going to be okay with that, like, State fan? Because, you know, it's a bit more of an up-and-down situation rolling with y'all. But just like, hey, we'll get 8-4 and four every year. Like, is that going to work? I think is that fun enough? I think some are, but I hate the – I hate it when people say, well, who are they going to get that's better? I can't stand it when people make that argument about coaches. Like there are good coaches out there, you just don't know who they are. And yep, if, that if, is that is correct. And some people can't ever seem to figure out who they are. Right. And if you fair. are one of those people, I would recommend that maybe just maybe you demonstrate a bit of self awareness. Like I mean, I feel like where Doran's got them is about like reasonably what there is to expect. Like I don't want to squelch anybody from having ambition and wanting to be better, but it feels like the outcomes that they're getting are pretty reasonable for like the caliber of program sure. that we're talking about. Now, if your argument is we want to be better than North Carolina, which I think is a fair goal to have, you know, and if the dude doesn't demonstrate he can do that, then maybe you go get somebody else. But at this kind of school, unless he loses, like has like a three and nine season followed by a five and seven, you ain't going to find nobody that wants it because they're looking at this like, yo, this is an eight-win job. This is what it is. Yeah, the problem is his highs haven't been high enough. Like this year, Carolina, nine and one. They're, they won their division already. They have a chance to go, you know, 10 and two, 11 and one. I think every once in a while, it's not unrealistic to expect NC State to have a 10 or 11 win season. That's just yeah, me. I, I mean, 11 is asking for a lot, Joe. Could be. 11. But Carolina could be 11 and 1 this year. 
I mean, if we want to be honest about this, you're, they're not Carolina. Like, the ceiling just is never going to be as high for that school. That's fair. I hear you. I hear what you're 11. saying. 11. When's the last time they did that? Have they ever done that? They won 11 once. That's it. They won 11 in uh, three. Was Phillip that the Rivers. Rivers here? Yeah, 02. Yep. Only time they've ever hit double digits. Yeah, and then the year after that, I appreciated Phillip Rivers so much because I had just moved there and didn't realize what it was that y'all called football, which was a lot worse than the football that you're passing off now. Like, yeah. now it's pretty decent. All I had was Phillip Rivers. Like, thank God. That Carolina team is so bad. They lost to Duke when Duke was Duke. This is true. Bomani Jones, enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. We will All catch right, up man, with you guys. Be good.